Okay, good morning, Rabbi Yisai. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summerton Community College of Summerton, Philadelphia. We're continuing with Evan Shlema. I'm sorry, not with Evan Shlema. I think the second time I've done that. We were doing Evan Shlema before we were doing this current work. And uh, Baruch Hashem, we spent a long time on Evan Shlema. We finished Evan Shlema, more or less. Now we're doing Shemayna Prakim of the Rambam, a couple weeks into our new Limud. That's the Rambam's work entitled Shemayna Prakim, the eight chapters of the Rambam. That's the Rambam's introduction to Pirkei Avis. Very seminal and fundamental, important work in, uh, in Jewish literature over here. It's the Rambam's uh, discussions of how to look at our character traits and general midos and what it means to have an issue with our midos, what it means to work on midos, where the midos have to be um, identified and and uh, the overall general process of uh, you know ironing out and fixing up, fine-tuning our character traits, which is that well, most 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 uh, of Pirkeiavus is all about midas, good midas and bad midas. So we're in the third parak now in Shemayna Prakim, towards the end of the third parak. We'll try to wrap it up today, the third parak. And the Rambam in the third parak has gotten us to an interesting stage over here in the development of this topic, and he's told us that. A midah issue, if someone has an, an issue with his midas, it has to be thought of as a disease. In the same way a physical disease requires a physical doctor, a physician, a midas issue requires a spiritual doctor, a doctor of the soul. And as we said, those are the chachamim, rabbanim, that can be a live rav, prison should have a live rabbi, and they are also the printed rabbis as well, the ones that we find in Svarm, like the rabbin himself, is making us his personal doctor right now. The rabbin was a, a, a physician, uh, in terms of the, the doctor of the the body, the doctor of the guf, the Rambam is also our doctor of the soul for us. And the Rambam told us yesterday, what we saw yesterday, as we were working our way through Parag Gimel, through the third Parag, the Rambam told us that, again, the same way, someone who is suffering from a physical illness can't trust him, his own diagnostics, can't trust his, himself to diagnose himself, to, to figure himself out, especially if he doesn't have training. He needs someone who has training and he needs to follow the advice of whoever, ha, of, of, of the professional that he turns to. He needs a professional. He, it's someone with a spiritual malady, problem with his midas, also needs to turn to a spiritual doctor. And he can't trust his own diagnosis. He can't trust himself. The reason the Ram said he can't trust himself is because part of the issue with having a mita problem is that that meter problem clouds and confuses my thinking. The same way someone who is physically ill, physically unwell, his thinking is not going to be clear. He is going to want to see positive things. He's going to want to see that he's okay. He's going to want to believe that he's okay. With Amidas, it's more insidious. And with Amidas, Amidas the bad meter itself that I have to work out, be it Amida of laziness, Amida of intolerance, Amida of um, lack of generosity, the meat of selfishness, the meat of haughtiness, all these meetas will confuse me into thinking that it's been my best interest to indulge in these meetas. It's good for me. It's good for me to have these character traits, and I, therefore I can't trust my own diagnostics. I'm not going to find anything wrong. You need to have a doctor outside of you who is going to guide you and cure you. He's going to show you objectively um, what's really happening. Now we're going to continue uh, this morning, and you see perhaps two very significant points the Ram is going to add to this um, before 
before we wrap things up, before we wrap up the third parak. Excuse me. So let's see that right now. Um, yeah, Omnam. Says the Rambam, um, the last paragraph over here in the third parak. Omnam chayli anafashas asher lo yagishu b'cholyam v'yidamu boy shuhu b'rius. Says the Rambam, people who are spiritually ill, people who have illnesses, diseases of the soul, they have meat problems. And they're unaware of it. They're unaware that they have these issues. Again, unaware because part of the bad midah tricks and trains us into believing that this is good, this is okay. This is actually even an ideal. And, and you, you know, we, Nigmar like says, Ain Adam Reyes Nige Atzmai, right? Gemara says, literally, the Gemara talks about um, the halachas of tsaras, diagnosing tsaras. That the halacha is, even a, a, only a kain can diagnose tsaras. Right? The kainim are the ones that are designated to be, so to speak, so to speak, the doctors of tsaras, so only a kain can give a psak that something is tsaras. Yet the Gemara says that if a kain has tsaras, he can't self-diagnose. Got to show it to another kain. His own diagnosis doesn't count. Not to make him a mitzayra, not to get him out of being a mitzayra. My person can't diagnose his own negoim, his own saras. The, the Bali Musr say that the Gemara has to be interpreted on an allegorical level also. A nega can mean saras, it can also mean an affliction, a blemish. Literally, you take it allegorically, but literally, people don't see their own blemishes. Not you can't diagnose yourself, you don't see your problems. You can't see your own problems. You need someone objectively outside of you. What's this? Can a physical doctor uh, diagnose? himself if he's you know if he's willing to if he's willing to um, you know be honest and 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 uh, see what's really going on you know then he can if if uh, nobody wants to believe that they're sick you know nobody really wants to believe that they're sick unless you're a hypochondriac then you don't want to believe that you're healthy if someone has it depends on the person listen this is like a it's not like a, you know, it depends on the person, the individual. Are you asking a halachic question? What is your question? Halachic? Depends on the doctor. I know there's people who will have symptoms, all kinds of symptoms, and they'll say, oh, I'm, I'm sure I'm okay, I'm sure I'm okay, I'm not going to go to the doctor. The people like that because they don't want to know that there's something to matter. They're in denial. So if that person like that, who's also a doctor, definitely what? shouldn't be diagnosing himself. But a person who's level-headed, who's okay, mm-hmm. who's, who's able to... He told unpleasant news about his physical health. Yeah, let, let, let's talk about that person, the second person. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, all right, all right, so don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about it, sorry. We're still friends, we're still friends, we're still friends. Don't worry, don't worry. Okay. <laughs> so, um, anyway. Yeah, so, so Chazal say the statement in such a, such a, such a powerful statement. That's, that's what's going on over here in the Rambam also. Ain Adam Reis Nigei Asim, but people just don't see, can't see, are incapable of seeing, seeing their internal problems, right? Like Lenny said, you... you but we're seeing a deeper take on that from the Rambam, that it's not not just because it's about me and it's close to home and it's personal, it's because my problems don't allow me to see my problems. That's part of having a problem, is the problems trick you into thinking that they're good, that they're, you know, this is this is the right thing, this is, uh, you know, I have to discipline people, I have to discipline my family, I have to, sometimes you have to shout at people, sometimes you have to, this is, you know, you're, you're uh, you know, kanoi kinesi, you're, you're, you're uh, a, a zealot, you're standing up for what's right, right? You have to, 
If I don't take everyone in town to Besdin, then they're just going to keep doing the wrong thing, right? I have to, I have to teach them a lesson. You sit with people, and you hear like things like this, you know, with people who are caught in all kinds of bad meters. You do sometimes, you know, people will be able to say, well, you know, I have a problem with overeating, and I just, it's hard for me to have self-control. That's yes, true. It's true. There are meters issues that people do have more of an awareness of, and we're going to see that in the Rambam momentarily. But there are many, many, many meters issues that, that uh, the meat itself, the meat itself tricks me into thinking that it's good for me. You know, we just gave examples of, of anger, of intolerance, where someone will have, it'll be convinced that nurse is supposed to be intolerant. It's the right thing. Someone with a gaiva issue, it can see conceivably. Someone who is a little too prideful, too, too haughty. So you tell them, you know, you really shouldn't be such a bal gaiva. So what do you mean? I covered a Torah. I have to show everybody around me that, 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 that it's important. It's important to respect Talmud Chachamim, and and if I don't teach them that lesson, then 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 um, I'm doing them a disservice, right? It's it's it's, it's excuse me. Easy to to hear how easy it is to come up with with uh, those kinds of justifications, and any bad mida can and will be justified in such a way, and that's what the Rambam is saying. That. Um, It's necessary for a person who's really in the throes of a bad midah to have that doctor of the soul from without, outside of him, who will be able to objectively diagnose and give the prognosis and the and the and the treatments. And the treatments has to come from outside. Um, so what about the people Asher Loyagishu Bakhoyam? The people who are so in in in, in, in the grip of a bad midah a bad personality trait, that they don't even realize that they have this issue. And they are under the impression that they are 100% healthy. That's a big problem, right? Or, alternatively, someone who's not as bad off, he's aware that he has a problem, but he's not seeking help. It's too hard for him, he's not interested. Like we were just saying, the guy who knows he has an issue with eating too much, guy who knows he has an issue with laziness, it's hard for me to get out of bed, I know I have an issue, I know I have a problem with Rizos, I know I have a problem with Atlas, but it's too, it's too schwer, it's too hard for me. Acharisam, the end of the day, what's going to be with these people? What's going to be with them in the end? The per, the, we're doing the two categories of people right now, is the Rambam, two unfortunate categories. The, the category of someone who's aware he has a problem, but it doesn't have the temerity, the tenacity, the strength to go get help, or this uh, person who doesn't even realize he has a problem, because that's how that's how uh, much he is affected by the bad midah. What happens with them? So says the Ram, we have to carry our parallel all the way to the end. The same thing that's going to happen to someone who's physically ill that doesn't seek medical assistance. The, the, the person who is physically ill, it doesn't even realize he has an illness. Or he realizes it, but he's just not interested in seeking help. He doesn't. He doesn't want to hear what the doctor is going to tell him. He doesn't want to hear about this medicine. He doesn't want to hear about this diet. He doesn't want to hear about this regimen. What happens to these people when they have a physical condition, a physical illness, and they don't get medical assistance or intervention? They die. They die. They die. Someone who has a physical condition and does not receive medical assistance says so the Ram. The same thing happens when someone has a media issue who does not get spiritual assistance. He's going to die. Now what does that mean? He's going to die? How come we don't see everyone with bad meters dropping dead left and right? 
Spiritual. Oh, spiritual death. Exactly, spiritual death. So now we have two profound points that we have to take away from this Rambam. Two profound points to take away from the Rambam right now. Point, well, go, point number two. Let's go, go in reverse order. Point number two, the Rambam says someone that has a Mida issue that is either unaware of it and therefore is not seeking help or assistance. So that's how bad his, bad Midas are. He's so worked up in these bad Midas that, again, he's convinced that this is the right thing to do. This is the right way. This is the right approach to life. Or someone that knows that he has the wrong approach to life. He understands you, know, can have two, you can have two different types of people that have anger management issues. The one who realizes that he has an issue and the one who doesn't realize he has an issue. Right, there are people that have difficulties with anger. You tell them, they say, oh, what do you mean? I'm fine. You know, sometimes, sometimes you just have to talk harshly. Sometimes you have to talk sharply. Sometimes you have to tell people like it is, but there's nothing the matter with that. That's the right thing to do. But the people say, you know, I, I know I lose it. I know I get I shot at my kids. I really shouldn't. I know I shot at my boss, my employees, my coworkers, and I know I really shouldn't. Um, it's, just, it's hard, you know, people trigger me. People trigger me, they push me too far, it's very hard. See, two, two kinds of people with anger management issues. Says the Rambam though, if neither of them are getting help, the first one, because he doesn't even realize he has an issue, doesn't, doesn't face this, is in denial, uh, he, thinks he thinks he's doing the right thing, and the second one, just because he holds it too hard for him, they're going to die, and as Lenny's correctly saying, we mean a spiritual death. What does it mean a spiritual death? What spiritual death? We're talking about a spiritual death on two levels. We're talking about a spiritual death where a person wants to have spiritual life. Where do we want to have spiritual life? In this world and in the next. And the Ram is saying a scary thing over here. Someone who has a Mida issue, where does that issue lie and what does that issue affect when it remains when it remains neglected. So we would have said that, okay, you know, midas are midas, and mitzvahs are mitzvahs. There's midas and there's mitzvahs. And a person wants to have a connection to the Rebbeinu Shalalim, a person wants to have a thriving, active, healthy spiritual life in this world, and then the next one, Eilam Hazan, Eilam Abba. So what gives a person a connection with the Rebbeinu Shalalim? Torah and mitzvahs, right? Sit and learn and do lots of mitzvahs, and that's what connects us with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Midas, yeah, of course, Midas are also important. I know, I know there's so many Svarim that talk about having good Midas. There's Mesir Sasharim, there's Archa Sadikim, there's what? That's right, Mesir Sasharim also. There are all kinds of Svarim that talk about working on your Midas. I know it's important, and I know there's Benam Lamakam, Benam Latzma, Benam Lachaveiroi. I know I have to be good to my fellow man also. Sure, I know I gotta work on Midas. But, you know, I'm so busy with Torah and Mitzvahs that it's okay if my Midas aren't 100% worked out. So. So says the Rambam, Rambam is saying that a person who is learning Torah could learn Torah all day long, doing lots of mitzvahs. It could be the, 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 the community's biggest askin, and he's the, the community's biggest nazbin. He does everything in the community. He does chaverim, he does hatzalah, he does, what else does he do? Shaimrim, does shaimrim, um, he gives daf yoimishir. He is the guy who's always making sure the safer Torah is the right place before Rishchidosh. Before Yom Tov, Mamish took everything, right? He's the guy that that um, cleans up after the Kiddush is over, which no one else wants to do, cleans up after the Shalom Zacher, right? But he doesn't have good midas. He just, just doesn't, uh, you know, doesn't doesn't get along well with people on an individual, personal level. doesn't get along with people. So the Ram is telling us that Terran mitzvahs are severely compromised by, by, by his midas. In other words, person can't really be said to be truly alive 
and alive means connected to Hashem. Atem hadvekem Hashem lekechem chayim kulchem ayoyim. Who has who's really alive? Atem hadvekem Hashem lekechem. Those of you who are connected to Hashem, person is not truly alive if his midas aren't worked out. Excuse me. Thank you. Thank you. Um, he's not really truly alive. Not really truly connected to Hashem, and therefore alive and thriving in this world and 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 in the next, if he has severe issues with the midas, if 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 if, if there are real midas issues that have to be worked out, it, it's like I what about all that tire? What do you mean? He's so so much tire doing so many mitzvahs. He certainly has a beautiful life, and certainly has a beautiful Elam Haba waiting for him. The tire and mitzvahs. Uh, have to go somewhere. They have to be in a in a in a kli. But okay, so one second. We'll get to this question tomorrow. A very very good question. But so what's with all this Torah? What's with all the all the, all the what's with all the mitzvahs? What's with all the mitzvahs and all the Torah that he's doing? How come that's not going to translate into Elam Haba? Because again, Elam Haba is about a relationship with Hashem, and that relationship has to begin with Noelam Hazeh. The relationship has to do with how much I'm like Hashem. How much do I emulate what Hashem does? And all of me, this ultimately come down to a person being like HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rebbein Shalom is a rachum v'chanun, Chazal tell us, he's compassionate, he's merciful, I have to be compassionate and merciful. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Erech HaPayim, he gives us plenty of time, Hashem is very patient with us, right? What is the biggest proof that Hashem has a lot of patience? <laughs> That's right, they're all sitting around the table over here, right? <laughs> so Hashem is very patient. You should continue to have patience with us and have mercy on us and tolerance for us, right? All the Midas are, are, are learned from HaKadosh Baruch Hu and us emulating the Rebbeinu Shalaylam, right? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is not an Atzlan. Hashem does things right away. Hashem is a Zariz. Hashem doesn't hesitate. We have to be like HaKadosh Baruch Hu in all areas. Midas are all about emulating Hashem. Having good Midas, good personality traits, good character traits are all about emulating Hashem. If I'm not emulating Hashem, I am very, very, very far away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If I have Midas issues, and if I'm not working on my Midas issues, I'm not working at my Midas issues, I'm very distant from the Rebbein Shalalem. In my inner core, my inner world, I'm, I'm very much not like Hashem. If I'm very much not like Hashem, <clears throat> I have very little to do with Hashem, a very, very very um, <coughs> compromised relationship with Hashem and real life is all about being on the same wavelength as Hashem, being one with Hashem and Olam Haba is all about being connected to Hashem that's the eternal bliss that we enjoy for eternity which is a very very long time and if, I, if I'm not in sync with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so all the Torah Mitzvahs I can't really go anywhere I don't have this number of, you know, different analogies we can give to this, but it's like, you know, the, my midas are like a container, it's like a cleat, right? So I better take this out. Ben doesn't like it, I made a cup of coffee. People don't like it when you don't take this out, right? I've heard different arguments that people here, that they argue if you don't take it out, it ruins the machine. So people believe that. It might be true. It might be true, yes. So, America is all about statistics. Do statistics and ask what's the what's the number one perk that that irks you about the, the office environment? Not taking the thing this yet. Really? Okay. So I don't want to irk anyone. See, I just I you know most of us absentmindedly we're used to having like private cures at home and they're like you know, nobody really cares. 
at home. Except the next person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if, if, if you're the only person, that's what I'm saying, if like, you're the only person. I was going to care too much. Anyway, so this is someone with very bad meters. He has a very small container. This is someone with, with beautiful meters. He has a very large container. And you can only contain as much Terran Mitzvah as your container allows you to contain. Right? So this is the, the Terran Mitzvah, they have nowhere to go. They, have nowhere, they don't have a person to, to, to perfect. They don't have a person to apply all that Terran Mitzvah to. That's what the meters are. Uh, you know, meters can also be thought of just, um, am I on the receiving end of Hashem's Shefa? Um, am I plugged into anything? You know, you can have, I can subscribe to all of the services, all the streaming services, all of the, um, all of the um, cable TV, and, and um, I don't know how many different things, if you want to see, if you want to see all the games, how many different things do you have to subscribe to? Well, now something like NFL something. Whatever. So you can subscribe to all the services, get all the packages, but <clears throat> if your television set is not plugged in, if you don't have a TV, huh? if you don't have a TV, or if you have one and it's not plugged in, then you're not going to see too much, right? So again, that's the meters. The meters is just being plugged in and being plugged in. Am I in the same wavelength as Rebbeish? Am I plugged in? I push Baruch Hu, I can't receive anything. Um, that's what the Rambam means, that a person will die a certain death if he's not working at his meters. He's not going to have Eilam Haba, he's not even going to have a, 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 a refined and an elevated Eilam Hazeh because he's not plugged in, because he doesn't have a cleat, because he's not in the same way as HaKadosh Baruch So that's first of all such a powerful and profound idea that, you know, our tendency, our tendency really is to think that, okay, I know I have this Mida issue, I know I have to work on being more motivated, I know I have to work on being more patient, I know I have to work on so many things. But in the meantime, I'm busy with my learning, I'm busy with mitzvahs, I'm busy with raising my family, I'm busy with so many things. I, I, I know I have to work on these things, but that, that's, you know, that, that's a retirement project. When I'm, no, it's a weekend project, right? That's a vacation project. I'm saying, don't, don't, you know, you're making a tragic mistake. Without working on your mitzvahs, you are currently, every day, lacking the basics of being like HaKadosh Baruch Hu, being able to really be at one with Hashem, and in Adam Habab, there's going to be going to take a tremendous hit for this. Not neglecting to work on the meters is going to cre- create a tremendous, tremendous hit in Adam Habab. That's Aleph. Abayz, the second, really a very, very impactful point that has to be taken away from this, is that a person can only be helped if he realizes that he has a problem. That's implicit here in the Ram, that's what the Ram is also alluding to, that there are people that have spiritual illnesses, the Ram just said, they don't even, they're unaware that they have a problem, they're really unaware that they have a problem, because they're so entrenched in the bad meter, the bad meter clouds the thinking and trains them to think, no, this is good, this is the way I'm supposed to live, this is what I'm supposed to do. And a person who doesn't realize he has a problem, certainly can't self-diagnose, but it's not even going to get an outside diagnosis, because there's nothing to diagnose. He doesn't feel that there's anything the matter with him. The worst type of disease is chasash on the one that a person that there's no symptoms and they just happen to accidentally discover something, goes in for a routine checkup, and they discover something that's been festering in him for years and, and, and he's in big trouble, right? Big trouble is <coughs> a very, very scary thing. So what's a person like that supposed to do? If a person doesn't even realize that he has the problem, he, how is he supposed to work on his meters if the meter itself trains a person to think that he is okay? 
He doesn't even realize that he has a problem. What's a single guy supposed to do? Okay, good. Good point. So, so the Eilam is tiny that if once you're married, you don't have to worry about this because your wife is going to be always there, always there, to happily point out all the dumb things that you do. So, so that's, that's the good news. So all married men out there in WhatsApp land, yes, your wife is going to be always there without failure to, uh, to let you know the dumb things that you're doing. But what if you're a single guy? What if you're a single guy? Um... Or what if your wife is too afraid of you because of your bad meters to point these things out to you? Um, so the only Eitzah is for us to always assume that we have issues. And to be learning works like the rabbi. That's why you know, Yisrael Solanter instituted in Klai Yisrael the Musser movement. He innovated the Musser movement. And one of his innovations was that people should learn Musser every single day. And it, it, that idea took off. If, if not all of, you know, he had a lot of ideas with the Musser movement. Many of them were not popular enough to really catch, you know, and, and, to, and to be incorporated into Klai Yisrael. But the idea, at least of a daily Musa session, that Musa is something that is a basic, you know, that is, that is a non-negotiable, a daily Musa session, that Klai Yisrael has accepted. And part of the idea of a daily Musa session is if I'm constantly learning from Siyas Hasharm, like, you know, we do here in the morning, Siyas Hasharm, now we're doing Shemana Prakim, we've gone through Evan Shleim, we've gone through a lot of things. A person who's constantly learning Musa gives him an awareness to self-audit, an awareness to, to, to um, be open to the fact that he may constantly, he may have problems that he's not aware of. That's one of the biggest gains of having a daily Musr Seder, is not just to help me work on things that I'm aware of, but to be open to, to happening things that I was otherwise unaware of. Musr gives the person the ability to be honest with himself, but to be aware of himself. And really, without a daily Musr session, or a... a, a, a a, a constant Musr session, ongoing, consistent Musr study session, a person will inevitably be the ill person who doesn't even have that he's ill, the sick person that doesn't have that he has a sickness, and he's just kind of just like desensitized and numb to his own condition, because that's what the Mida will, 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 hap, will, 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 will do to him, and Rahman al-Islam is going to create a certain spiritual death. So we got to be open to the fact that we may have problems that we're unaware of, that comes through learning Musr on a daily basis. We'll stop over here. Rabbi says so we're not going to wrap up the third parak this week. Mr. Shem, next week, Monday morning, when we continue, I think we should be able to finish the third parak. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos.